0: Data. That one word means so many different things to so many different people within a financial brand. And because of that, data often gets kicked around like a soccer ball, but no one ever seems to score. That's why we're going to demystify data together on today's episode of Banking on Digital Growth so you can get a quick data win by maximizing one of your most valuable pieces of digital real estate and as a result, level up your loans and deposits. Greetings and hello, my name is James Robert Lay, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Banking on Digital Growth podcast. Today's episode is part of the Practical Perspective series where I provide you with practical insights to guide you forward on your own journey of growth at your bank, at your credit union, or at your FinTech. And today, we're going to demystify data so that by the end of this conversation, you'll learn how you can get a quick data win to maximize one of your most valuable pieces of digital real estate, And as a result level up loans and deposits but first i'd like to invite you to hit the subscribe button if you're watching this podcast on youtube or if you're tuned in listening on one of the many podcast players this podcast streams on throughout the world because when you hit that subscribe button you instantly become part of an ever-growing community of financial brand leaders who are committed to learning how to maximize your future growth potential by guiding people in the communities you serve beyond financial stress towards an even bigger better and brighter future now Let's dive into how you can maximize one of your most valuable pieces of digital real estate with data so that you can level up loans and deposits. Because just like physical real estate, there are a couple of different ways you can think about the relationship between digital real estate and data. Number one, you can own your digital real estate. You can own your data for example, with your public-facing website, with your online banking, mobile banking platform, data coming in from the core, if you will, or you can rent digital real estate and data. Think running digital ads on third-party websites, for example. Now, the problem is is, is when you rent digital real estate, just like, like physical real estate that you rent, the landowner can raise the rates or change the rental terms on their terms. And in some cases, Renting digital real estate makes sense because there might be opportunities to drive traffic, say, from third-party websites via digital ads to your website, to your own real estate. However, in a world where third-party cookies have gone the way of the dinosaurs, third-party cookies where data is stored about people's digital behavior, where data privacy is growing even more important, um, and it will grow more important throughout this coming decade, There's also the increase of ad blockers. Um, Relying on third-party cookies, relying on third-party ads placed on rented digital real estate is no longer a long-term solution for growth because rental rates, the cost of ads will continue to increase over time. I'd also argue, and probably even more importantly, we're in a time right now where people need more than just ads to guide them along a complex buying journey, like getting a loan, opening an account, etc. And as I've talked about on this podcast over and over and over again, money's confusing, money's complex, and people are looking for someone that they can trust. And that's the key right there, trust. Trust is the sum of what you say and what you do. People are looking for someone that they can trust to guide them beyond the confusion and complexity of money towards an even bigger, better, brighter future. It will be financial brands that transform confusion into clarity. These financial brands will be the ones that rise above the commoditized ads from everyone else who's promoting the same great rates, the same amazing service, the the same laundry list of lookalike product features. These financial brands will differentiate themselves by simply helping first and selling second. You know, empathy is the the antithesis of narcissism. And I often diagnose a lot of narcissistic marketing for financial brands. And it's just simply providing them a a different perspective of how others view them. Uh, Many financial brands think that they are doing a fantastic job with their communication. Once again, trust is the deposits that we're placing into the minds of account holders or prospective account holders based upon what we say and what we do. And a lot of financial brands think that they are doing a a great job in communication. But in reality, it's it's really just talking about themselves and, and what they have to offer. And if we think about empathy being the antithesis of narcissism, personas, consumer personas, allow us to put ourselves in the shoes of other people. Because as the old saying goes, before you can truly understand someone, You must walk a mile in their shoes. That is how empathy is established and expanded. We have to remember that people wake up and they say, I need a car. They never wake up and say, I need a car loan. People don't buy your products. They buy shortcuts to their problems. So to begin defining consumer personas, you have to ask people, within the ideal market segments you're looking to create value for, what are their questions? What are their concerns? What's keeping them up at night? What are their hopes? What are their dreams? What do they want to achieve in the future? Because where are these questions and concerns that people have? Where, where, where are these questions stored? Where are these concerns stored? Where are the hopes and dreams that people have? Where can they be found? It is in the data, it is in the data of people who are visiting your public facing website, your primary digital real estate. You might be thinking, great, we're just gonna track everyone's web activity on our website and then we're gonna serve up relevant ads to them. You could do that, but be warned, you'll fall back into a narcissistic marketing approach. And often narcissistic marketing is is simply when we view data as nothing more than zeros and and ones. I know a lot of financial brands are super excited about all of the data that they have available at their fingertips. But the path to level up loans and deposits, rooted in transforming people's confusion into clarity, can only be found when there is a commitment to help first and to sell second. This is why we must remember behind every data point, behind every zero and one is DNA. Real people with, with real questions, with real concerns that stand in the way of their real hopes and their dreams. We can think about the DNA behind the zeros and ones of data in two different ways. First, there is the big data. And, and big data is collected from large data sets both internally say coming from the core, maybe even from your website. This can also be collected externally through third-party data sources too. And it helps us to group people together. Trends, patterns, etc. In other words, big data tran- transforms the, 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 the complexity into simplicity by informing what people do. What are people doing at scale? but where the real value of persona creation can be found is not in the big data. It's in a term that I find very few are familiar with. Thick data. Thick data is the qualitative insights that are collected from a subset of people to better understand their emotions, their motivations, why they do what they do. Thick data doesn't have to be a large data set. It can be as small as say maybe 10 people. For example, when we do digital secret shopping studies, we we find 80% of the insights through around 10 conversations or 10 interviews. Thick data, it's the why. And when I think about the work that we do through the lens of digital anthropology, the intersection of marketing, sales, technology, human behavior. It's this human behavior component where the greatest insights are found that lead to the biggest future growth potential. And when we think about why people do what they do through thick data, to have value, to create value that creates an impact, data needs stories. That's the DNA behind the zeros and ones. Because without stories, without the narrative informing the persona, you have no emotional context into why people think the way they think and why people do what they do. It is hard to connect emotionally with demographic data that really looks like nothing more than just ones and zeros in a large data set. However, when, when you invest time to pull together personas, utilizing what we call the Consumer Persona Canva, it's a model that we teach. You you get the full picture into the hearts and minds of people. Now, we still need demographic data, of course. We'll call that the big data. That's where we get some of the the initial guidance. That's that's how we often initiate a, a consumer persona discovery process. It starts with the big data. It starts with the demographic data. But ultimately, what we're trying to get to are two sides of an equation that is gained through the thick data. The current reality, the present reality of account holders and of ideal account holders where people are stuck, they're held back, they're limited by pain in the present moment. Questions, concerns, fears, frustrations. That's one side of the equation. The other side if you will, that's the future. That's their hopes. That's their dreams. That's where they're wanting to go, but they're, they're stuck. They're held back by pain in the present moment. And the opportunity as financial brands is to provide a path forward beyond the pain in the present moment to get them to the bigger, better, brighter future. And so when we, we look at these two sides, pains, questions, concerns, hopes, dreams, the future, together, these insights give us an opportunity. It's it's this thick data, why people do what they do, why people feel the way they feel. These insights give us an opportunity to objectively identify solutions, cures, a path forward that we can guide people to beyond the present moment. So how can you practically apply this thinking? It's your financial brand to get a quick data win And and to get a quick data win by maximizing one of your most valuable pieces of digital real estate, I want to break down a few steps, five steps that you can take forward on your own journey of growth to level up your loans and deposits. Step number one, integrate a marketing automation platform within your current website. And, And the reason you're doing this is because it's through marketing automation that you're going to be able to associate website traffic data that has historically been anonymous is now being able to be associated with an individual's email address perhaps even their phone number through first party cookie data you'll be able to track what people are doing but more importantly it's through those patterns why they do what they do which leads us to step number two when you start tracking what people are doing on your website visit your website. This is where you're going to get big data, data that allows you to segment different groups of people. And the way that I look at segmentation here is down to product line, three to five key or primary product lines that you're looking to maximize growth around. But in reality, just start with one and then apply those learnings from one to two, two to three, three to four, four to five. So for example, you might find a list of people who have visited a mortgage page, and you'll have another list for people who have visited the checking account page in the last two weeks, one month, two months, three months. This is where experimentation is going to come into play, because we have to keep in mind, the average buying journey For people looking for a financial product on the depository side, say checking or savings, is anywhere between two to three months. People are looking for a new checking account or a savings account two to three months before they actually apply. When it comes to some of the more complex journeys like maybe it's auto or getting a home or a business loan, those journeys can range anywhere between three to six months upwards to 12 to 18 months, particularly on the SMB side. And so that brings us to step number three, because when we get these big data sets and we get these groups of people, well, we know who's looking for what, but, but don't, don't just start promoting an ad to them. Take some time, reach out, schedule interviews with 10 people within each one of these primary product lines, because this is where you're going to get the thick data, the insights into the why, why are they doing what they're doing? What are their questions? What are their concerns? What are their hopes? What are their dreams? And then from there, that leads us to step number four. To use this thick data to now come up with not just one, but three primary ad sets for three distinct stages of the consumer buying journey. You'll have an ad for the awareness stage. You'll have an ad for the consideration stage. And you'll have an ad for the purchase stage. But remember, we must help first and sell second. The first ad in this this ad set is not to just apply for a loan or open an account. Instead, the first ad might be to invite someone who has looked at the mortgage page or pages on your website over the last three months to download a home buying guide to provide them with clarity, to transform confusion into clarity. Ad number two might be to run the numbers, or to talk to a mortgage expert, because we know that when we transform confusion into clarity, the next step is to help someone increase their courage to commit to move forward. Well, sometimes that commitment is simply down to talking to someone, to having that conversation, whether that be over the phone, in the branch, through an email, through chat. And then the third ad in this series, this is your direct call to action, to apply. Now we can move on to step number five. Once we have these different ad sets and communication patterns for different stages of the buying journey with content and messaging informed by what we have learned through the conversations of why people buy, what are their questions and concerns addressing those typically through the ad copy. Now we can move to step five, which is where we can replace rotating banners on our homepage Rotating banners that often do more harm than good because when we secret shop websites and people see these rotating banners, they often say, Oh, they're just trying to sell me something that I don't really need. Because the rotating banner is just a one to many message communication system that is rooted from the broadcast days of marketing the billboard, the TV ad, the newspaper ad. So now, You have three different ad sets with three different specific points of communication for different stages of the buying journey that address people's pains, questions, concerns, and fears. So now when someone comes to the homepage of your website to log into, say, online banking, what do they get? They see the ad to download the the mortgage buying guide. And then the next time that they come back, what do they get? They see the ad to talk to a mortgage expert. And then the next time they come back to online banking, what do they get? They see the ad to apply for that loan. And so through this very simple exercise, what are we doing? We're using data. We're using ones and zeros. We're using big data, uh, which once again is, is, is rooted in what people are doing at a macro level. But we're also using thick data through the conversations that we've had to inform why people do what they do. What are their questions? What are their concerns? What are their hopes? What are their dreams? And when we combine the big data with the thick data, this is how we can maximize the most valuable piece of real estate, which is the homepage of your website. Consider, just for a moment, 85 to 92% of all web traffic coming into your website is for people coming to log into online banking, current account holders. And so instead of showing everyone that same generic rotating banner ad that creates some conflict in the minds of people because once again, they're like, oh, they're just trying to sell me something that I don't need. You're now personalizing digital experiences before the pin with insights that will help guide people along their own journey to buy a home, to drive a new car, To shop with confidence to grow their business and as a result engagement on your website will increase and when you increase engagement on your website conversions for loans and deposits also increases as well all because you're remembering that behind every data point behind every one and zero is dna real people with real questions and concerns that stand in the way of their hopes and dreams If you found this practical perspective helpful today, I invite you to share it with someone you know, someone on your team, someone within your organization, or someone that you just want to help because this is how we all get better together. Until next time, and as always, be well, do good, be the light.